So do we all have our review phones? Oh, that, um... yeah, jumping right in. Yeah, I've got three here. Um, <laughs> Just three? They only sent you three? Yeah, they're made out of cardboard, though. I mean, okay. it's not. <laughs> I actually thought about, you know, cutting out a foam core <laughs> mini just to see just to see what the size would be like. I might still might do that because it's I still got like a few weeks before I'm going to get and one. And you just got sheets and sheets of foam core, so you're all set. And I do have a lot of foam core board. <laughs> will you call it an iPhone? <sighs> yeah, I'm <I> out. <laughs> Dan already left the show. I will call you on my iPhone. <laughs> you will foam home? <laughs> I have FOMO about making these jokes now. I don't have a phone, but I do have a MagSafe charger. Oh my god! Oh, I, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about how great that works? I have to tell you, as a person who is not yet buying a MagSafe charger, I just didn't didn't feel it so far. The amount of discussion in our Slack about the MagSafe charger has been delightful. <laughs> what made you feel like this is that you needed one right away, Dan? Like you already have plugs, you already have the Qi chargers. Why were you like, I need MagSafe now? I'm curious. I was willing to spend the money. <laughs> sure. It's, you know, I appreciate. It. I, there's no judgment on. It. Yeah. It's not. It's not a judging question. I'm just curious. And is it? What's it? Is it like forty bucks or something? Yeah, it's thirty nine dollars. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll give. I'll give. You know, for that price, I will have right. it. And if I need to, you know, oh God, like yeah, if I need a travel charger, <laughs> no, just to have <laughs> uh, to have something to write about and and think about. Sure, it was worth a worth investigating for that. Uh, I'm not sure I will end up using it that much, but we'll see. I mean, one thing I'm intrigued about, although I don't. I haven't gone through the specs exactly as I did see somewhere people saying it requires the 20 watt charger. Now I have it plugged into the 18 watt, 18 watt USB-C charger. It works fine as far as I can tell, but obviously I don't have a phone with MagSafe yet. It's just doing Qi charging and it seems like it works reasonably fine for that. I assume it would also probably work if I plugged it into the USB-C port on my iMac, because again, if it's only doing the slower charging, I would assume that's fine. It just probably won't do, when I get the new phone, it probably won't do whatever fast charging it does. But yeah, I don't know. I have, you know what, my, my expenses this year as a, as for like my business are way down. So I figured I could afford $39. (laughs) No, and like, yeah. honestly, I don't even care. Most of the time, I don't care how fast the thing charges because yeah, most same. of the time I'm charging yeah. overnight. So it's like, right. whatever, take your time, yeah. do this. Yeah. Every once in a while, they do put it on the stand wrong, right? And so yeah. it yeah. Um, does not charge overnight. But I, I do like very that, but rare. I, I'm not going to probably replace because I have the, the nice like studio neat charging thing for my nightstand because it charges my watch okay. too. And I was like, I'm probably uh-huh. not going to replace it there because then I'll have too many things on the nightstand. So, uh, John, you use an Apple Watch also. You, you don't have a fancy Studio Neat stand for charging your watch. Do you just no, put the I have watch the, on? I have the little, I have the little uh, rubber um, iMac. Or no, I have a Mac Classic. Like the Classic Mac, yeah. yeah. The, Which I love. I, it works super well. For a while, I had used a, a stand that could charge phone, AirPods, and, and watch all at the same time. And then when I stopped wearing the watch and returned the AirPods, I stopped using that thing. So I just plugged my phone in at night. And then I started wearing a watch again. And I find that the loose Apple Watch charger sucks on a nightstand. <laughs> if, if you don't have any special holder for it, like it really, mm-hmm. the weight of, especially yes. the ones that they originally shipped with were long, like yep. six feet cords or something like that. And the weight of the watch and the cord, like it wants to fall down. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? And it, well, my, my wife has just charges hers with the, the loose cable and it falls off the nightstand all the time because the yeah. weight of the cable yes, pulls it off. It's so annoying. Yeah. 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 God. So I eventually moved it to my uh, bathroom counter. 
Like I just put it on my bathroom vanity, whatever you call that guy. <laughs> and there it's like, there's plenty of room. There's nothing else you can knock it over. So I just, it's, I just take it off at night before I go to bed. And it's just sitting there for me in the morning. Because if somehow when the entire cord is bundled up because the outlet's right above it, as opposed to a floor outlet that it's plugging into, then it doesn't have that problem. But man, I used to get mad at my watch every day <laughs> when I plugged it in. Maybe that's why I stopped wearing it the first time. I don't know. Yeah, I like the stand, the Studio Neat stand, because it has a place to, you you know, you put thread the watch charger through it, and then it has a little place to hold the watch, and that, yeah. to me, it works great. That works awesome. The part that I struggle with is I definitely sometimes put the phone on the charging pad next to it and not have it lined up correctly. Things are tough. Things are tough all over, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Moltz, you're not ordering a new phone, or you haven't thus far? You're still debating? Well, I, I can't yet. But I am going to. Um, well, you are on, going to on November sixth. Oh, yes. okay, that's decided. a change from last week. Well, so I looked into the Verizon deal, and if I'm reading this correctly, they will give me like the basically the almost like five dollars off the full purchase price that I paid for it back in whenever I bought it, April, something like that, earlier this year. So why would I? Why would I not do it? They will own your soul, just to be clear. That's that's fine. Yeah, they will for two years, but for they're going to own it anyway. So you're, what what are you going to do with it past two years, John? exactly it's already so dinged up i can't get anything for it have you seen how long john keeps his hardware like he could absolutely still be using this phone in two years oh yeah i mean the last time i used it for four so this time six months but <laughs> probably you're really skewing the average there i know i know it's it's, it's got ter- terrible ups and downs the carrier um, deals this year are kind of insane like looking at both verizon and at&t i was just talking about this on a radio bit and it was like you can essentially get your phones for free like or or very cheap if you have a recent iphone like at&t had some huge number potentially they were giving you even if you had like an iphone 8 or later yeah they'll, they'll get me for two years and that's fine but dan you and i have new phones arriving on october 23rd i assume that's the plan I, ups actually says it will arrive like earlier than that but i'm like i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to get held somewhere <laughs> yeah. oh yeah no it won't i i keep getting confused because i have multiple products on order from apple like today apple delivered the apple pencil that's for my daughter from her birthday and then her ipad i think will come her new ipad mini will come the same day as my phone on the 23rd but so i just keep getting different notifications from apple but they're all you know how amazon a few months back made that a change to make life more annoying where it simply says you were order has been delivered or your order's oh, on its yeah. way but not yeah. telling you in the email what's in it apple's doing the same thing as far as i can tell and it's very annoying that's all yeah the uh if i look at the ups it claims scheduled delivery or an something coming from apple care of foxconn arrives tomorrow i don't think that's gonna happen but who knows everything is weird this year <laughs> they could accidentally deliver the phones early it could happen <laughs> i suppose i doubt it but it's te- technically possible yes I guess. Mine's not saying what it expects it to deliver. Hmm. It says, please check back later for scheduled delivery. Are, are you guys expecting to be able to actually use 5G anywhere near you? No. <laughs> not that anybody's going I out. I have to leave but... my house. I mean, I'm expecting yeah. that it will have the same quote-unquote 5G as my current iPhone. <laughs> okay. So you have bogus You have bogus 5G currently. <laughs> yes. So I literally I don't, don't have, even bo- know. I don't have bogus 5G, and I am not going to get 5 I don't Who knows when I'll get 5G? I looked at the Verizon map for washington and they have it in spokane <laughs> that is the Go only to, place you're going to spokane is the only place in the state of washington where they have 5g they don't even have it in portland either it's not even the good 5g either right probably not because i don't know the millimeter I, wave stuff to... is incredibly limited to like certain it's so short range it's like certain streets yeah right 
Yeah. So, so. It, it looks to me like my entire area is covered in 5G with T-Mobile. Like, <laughs> it's it's maggoty with 5G. That's I, disgusting. I'm trying to zoom out to see <laughs> this, where it goes. This away. is why I literally wants to, wants to lock me in for two years. Yeah. I literally um, had a turn, like the, the T-Mobile map on its webpage has an option to turn off 5G because I was like, is that the right color from the map? I can't quite tell. And then when you turn it off, yeah, it's it the almost the entire thing around me. AT&T's map <laughs> well. sucks. This image is just for you since it has my home address in it, so don't post that one. Oh, so we're all on different we're all on different carriers, huh? That's that right. true. Yeah. Uh, okay. but it does look like if I zoom in a little bit is coloring everything in the 5G color. So I assume that's covered, but I don't know literally have no idea what that means based on their network. <laughs> like because of the because of the rebranding of the 4G yeah, as 5G. Phony baloney. I, I don't even know what that means speed-wise and I'm honestly I'm not holding my breath. And it's like, yeah, and it's not really doesn't matter since I'm not. Really, yeah, exactly. I'm not leaving my house. So for the foreseeable future, go ahead and keep building your infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be here waiting. (laughs) Do do I recall from the uh, from the Apple event that there's it does some smart not bothering with 5G to optimize your battery automatically? Yes, it only uses it when it thinks it can advantageously like put it to use in terms of like downloading something. I think if you're like. Oh, I want to download this giant file. It'll be like, oh, we'll switch to 5G for this, and then we'll just fall back to 4G as soon as essentially you're done with that. And I think that's all baked in at the system level. So it's not even like apps, specific apps are worrying about it. Do you assume that even when that's happening, it continues to show 5G in the status bar to let you know that it's 5G available, even if it's actually just sitting quietly and using LTE Probably. or 4G at the moment? Probably. No idea. I would think, I would think that would what be the best words way to do mean? it, though. <laughs> What don't you words. think that would be yeah, the better no. way to do it? Why wouldn't you I do that? For sure. No, for you sure. just flick yeah. back and forth really fast between 5G and 4G because it's not annoying at all. <laughs> just no, yeah, no, no. I got 5G, I got 4G, I got 5G, I got 4G. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this phone. I think in a very maybe this is like a Lex like move, but it's like I'm just not sure what I'm excited about right now. Like I. I'm excited. <laughs> That's a Lex move. <laughs> ah, I'm a misanthrope. <laughs> like, what do I know? It's fuck it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Lex Lex does come out of events sometimes. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to be excited about. And I'm like <laughs> And I try to convince you, but now maybe I'm being Lex today. Because he only reads he only reads about the events. He doesn't watch them. <laughs> I think the phone looks great. And the thing that's the thing I'm most interested in is like Which I'm, color did you go with? I forget. I got blue. The Pacific blue same yeah and i'm like oh it's and i like That's from what, what i've read from what i've read from the initial impressions like the the iphone 5 ish style like the flat size and everything i'm like yeah that sounds great i'm very excited for that to just you know have a cool looking new phone you know a slightly brighter screen and some nice cameras and stuff like that but again i feel like the struggle with the iphones over the recent years is that even though i'm on the upgrade program and i get a new phone every year those the the improvements do feel increasingly incremental in terms of like Mm -hmm. over what i had currently right like there will be no seismic shift in using this phone from my iphone 11 pro i really don't think it's going to make that big a difference in my day-to-day life but you know it's gonna be huge for me it's well you (laughs) and by huge i mean small (laughs) so dan you already ordered a case for your iphone 12 did you go clear i did order a clear case because i i found one that was the i think the same manufacturer of my current one and it was like 12 bucks so it's like I'll, oh I'll so not it. the apple case i did not buy an apple case no that's it was too expensive yeah too rich I, for my blood I, I have been looking at various amazon cases <laughs> between 
six and twenty dollars because I just can't see myself buying one of those Apple cases, which I think yeah. are pricey for phone cases. Make your phone better if it needs a case that expensive. Make your phone not break. Uh, I also did get a little bit scared by Matthew Panzerino's write up because I I think we talked about last time that you know I I think that my iPhone eleven is more scuffed up on its screen than prior phones of mine had been from there. Mm. I don't know, bend but don't break glass mentality. And he said that he's, you know, he just had a testing unit for a couple of days. And he's like, yeah, it's got all kinds of scratches and stuff on it now. It's fine when you're using it, but I don't love that. So I'm curious to see how that no, goes uh, in. Everybody knows now. Panzer like bites on his phones all the time, though. So that's. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the Taurus <laughs> is the one that I got. The clear, crystal clear iPhone SE case 2020 um, anti-yellowing, it says. Oh. And yeah, I've seen so some far, of these it's been pretty good. Ones. So. I got this in May, early May, and it's been fine ever okay. since. So, all right. Do they? Ha- they don't have an iPhone 12 version yet, though. Uh, I don't know. Do no, I they do absolutely everything? do. I'm currently do looking they? at a Taurus Diamond Series iPhone 12 case with anti-yellowing. There you go. Okay. I mean, I'll look at that because th- that's the the issue I do have. I agree because my my 11 Pro case for last year is definitely pretty dingy, um, and I do try to clean it every one, you know, like once a week or so. But it does not. I mean, the plastic discolors is not much you can do about that. Uh, the one I bought is basically the same version, which is to say it'll look great for like two or three months and then it will just slowly go downhill. I think I'm going to go with Case Coup as I decide which of these insane brands I'm going to go with. But the Case Coup one is the priciest of all the ones I see on Amazon right now, but it has both anti-yellowing and military-grade protection. And I think the military is coming <laughs> oh, from military-grade protection. <laughs> I have a lot of negative shit to say about the president, and so they're coming, and I will be ready. If My phone is not going to get effed around with. They're going to call in the Marines when your phone starts to fall on the ground? <laughs> like a little chopper swoops oh, down do and some... catches your phone? Your phone Is that how this works? That's exactly right. All right, I'm here for that yeah that's cool well i i'm excited i am excited to see the phone but i'm i'm curious to see how much it actually actually this is an interesting thing that i'm i'm having read a bunch of the reviews and then talking about the the lidar which is a i'm fascinated by the apple's decision to build this in because it feels very much like a feature as we've discussed in the past where it's like we are struggling right now to argue why you should care about this uh, but i have to think you know knowing apple and knowing the the long view they take of these things, I feel like they have an end game for that in mind. Like, I feel like there is something further down the road where they're like, well, you know, we want to do X with LiDAR. And so we're going to start building it into everything now. And then by the time that comes out in like a year or something, LiDAR will be like a standard feature on our phones and everybody will be able to do thing X. Because uh, otherwise, it really just does seem incredibly gadgety and not very useful yeah i can't argue with you dan i'm curious i don't know i mean like i i will see i'm curious to see if any third-party developers build some stuff that takes advantage of it does the does the lidar is the lidar not what does the the nighttime it does but that's portrait mode such a limited amount of stuff that like i'm not snapping a lot of snapping a lot of night mode portraits these days well how many portraits are you snapping I, you know, I do. I'm very I do in demand. Love portrait mode. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I take portrait mode photos all the time. Like if I'm of my kids and seeing family or whatever. And I was happy this past week I was using it. Uh, there's a whole bunch of birthdays in my extended family all at the same time. So we had a, a socially distanced masked on outside birthday celebration, which is 
basically the most dystopian way you can celebrate people's birthdays. Uh, no physical contact of any kind. But I was taking some photos of, of babies and I was doing portrait mode when it was, you know, like mom, grandmother, baby. And you're hoping everybody's going to look at you at the same time. And, you know, <laughs> I, I knew I was taking a risk using portrait mode because you can't do burst mode. But it really worked. Like, I, it, it was going fast enough that I got some great ones. And so I, shout out to portrait mode. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by both Portrait Mode and our dear friends at Indochino. Uh, finding clothes that fit you just right can be incredibly challenging, and that's not because of your third leg. It's particularly frustrating when you're between sizes as an item of clothing. That's why I love it when I find something that fits just right. Indochino suits are great for weddings and work, and they even offer casual options like shirts, coats, and chinos. I, I'm hoping to attend some formal events in the next year. In fact, I am probably going to attend an outdoor only uh, open tent on three sides, wall on one side, bar mitzvah celebration. And it's going to be cold because it's going to be late November in New Jersey. And I'm excited that I have an Indochino suit. Sometimes I get nervous about wearing suits because you can get hot. I'm not going to be out here because it'll be outside. It's going to be cold. And my suit, since it's made to measure, it's going to fit perfectly. I've done it. I did it online where I, I submitted all my own measurements by following their instructions. Dan went to uh, a showroom and got measured there. Uh, with Indochino suits, you get custom fitted suits, you get uh, coats, you can get casual wear, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Customize everything from the fabric and lining to the lapel shape and monogram. And since your order is made to your exact measurements, it fits you perfectly, always. If you're getting married, Indochino is a no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget off-the-rack suits that don't fit different body types. Indochino gives everyone a tailored fit. No relation to Taylor Swift. Order with ease and get it shipped fast no matter where you live. And with all the ways to customize, you can add a personal touch everyone will be proud to wear without emptying their pockets. Although empty pockets, it's probably an add-on you can add. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Visit one of the Indochino showrooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more when you enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of the REBOUND and only the REBOUND. <laughs> Speaking of things that you keep in your pockets and saving money, <laughs> the, the wallet attachment for the iPhone, apparently not great. Uh, several people, oh, really? yeah, several people point out that it's very easy to knock it off when you're putting it in or taking it out of your pocket. <laughs> that seems like a problem. <laughs> Does seem like a problem. There's been some debate about how strong the magnets in the phone actually are. Like there, uh, there's a pretty good one of Dieter Bone from The Verge trying to put it on his fridge. It just falls off immediately. So yeah, it seems like the. Um, I'm not a. I'm not a wallet on the phone guy anyway. I was just going to ask, are you guys wallet on the phone, guys? No, Moltz answered my no. question verbatim. I love the idea, but it's never been something that appealed, like that I actually felt like I could do. Well, it like, seems like, you know, like, and then every time I want to charge it, I got to take that thing off. Yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. And and I think for me, I struggle with like having, I'm, I'm not a George Costanza wallet guy, but I definitely have <laughs> yeah. more stuff in my wallet than fits in a slim phone wallet. Same. Yeah, I was a George Costanza guy a few like a number of years ago, and I finally was like, "What am I carrying all these, you know, like loyalty cards and all this crap around?" <laughs> I mean, like, just get rid of this stuff and so keep your Rebound Prime loyalty card. Just, just, so, just to be <laughs> for me, the problem is just that I'm, I'm carrying, I'm carrying around stacks of cash, and it's just not going to fit in one of those. Mm -hmm, <laughs> sure. Do you guys remember cash? That's... I don't even know the last time I got cash. That's what my dad. Oh God, someone's gonna now. Someone's gonna rob my dad. But that's what my dad does. <laughs> 
I haven't an ATM in so long. <laughs> like, there's people don't even want cash. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you guys. I don't, I don't want my wallet to also be my phone. First of all, if you lose one thing, now you've lost both yeah, things. Exactly, that's that great. Seems horrible. Yeah, yep, and yeah, sure, yeah. there's find my phone, but I don't want to find my phone and no money. I'd rather have one thing. <laughs> Not, yeah, exactly. not have to do with two problems. Yeah, that is a, uh, but, that is a yeah. diversify situation. Exactly. Literally do not put all your cash in one wallet. You can solve this problem by getting a belt holster for your phone. <laughs> or a shoulder holster. Whatever you want. A bandolier. I also oh, that's a good way I go. keep my keys on a uh, carabiner. Not that I've ever climbed a mountain, but just so <laughs> I can keep them hooked onto my pants. Because I hate having extra things in my pocket. I hook them onto my belt loop. You clip that to your phone, though? No. <laughs> belt loop see, there you, now, now you're getting someplace. And then, and then another one for your watch. <laughs> now you can scratch your phone with those keys. But I do have a tile on everything. I got a tile on my wallet and a tile on my keys at all times. The other day, I, I've taken more to like um, walking without my wallet, like because like sometimes I'll stop by the you know the the uh, convenience store and buy something. Great, now nobody's going to rob Dan. Great, That's right. everyone rob. <laughs> Sorry, Moltz's dad. <laughs> everyone rob John's dad. I know. Not no offense to him, but I think they'd make out better by robbing my dad. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He might put up a bigger fight, though. <laughs> I'm very weak. I well, but it's convenient to like the the convenience store that's around our corner takes Apple Pay. So sometimes if I stop in there to grab something on the way home, uh, I will just use Apple Pay, and mostly that's fine. Although I've run into this weird issue where one of my cards does not work on my watch and i've like removed it and oh, re-added yeah. it to the watch a bunch and it still gets rejected and i called my credit card company and like i cannot figure out why not a clue very yeah. weird so you- i don't know for some reason my apple card constantly so there's the at the grocery store that i go to the most it will always ask me if it's a credit card or a debit card Hmm. which which now becomes super annoying because i'm trying to do contactless payment but now i have to touch the screen that everybody else is touching you don't yeah. have just so we're clear yeah. you don't have to lick the screen that's just something you're doing <laughs> I, I don't, don't know why to. <laughs> i know i don't have to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when you have a signature move dan <laughs> yeah no i think what they mean is sign it like your signature not like <laughs> just put the, it their rules are not for me I, I also get annoyed sometimes with my Apple wallet when it's like, here's your Apple cash balance that you can use. But, you know, PayPal lets you, which is awful, but PayPal lets you pay via PayPal. And if you have your balance, it'll use your PayPal balance and then oh, go to another over. funding source. Yeah. But Apple doesn't let me do that. So, like, sometimes if it's got some low number, I'm like, oh, I, this thing is $12 and I have $9 of Apple cash. I want it and can't. And that never stops pissing me off. Hmm. Yeah. I, I hear you. I'm an easily angered person. But while we're talking about technology annoyances, I do want to get to... Is this another sponsor? I have to reauthenticate. No. I have to reauthenticate with <laughs> technology my email because Google loves locking me out. But uh, we did get a question. You know, Rebound Prime is a thing. I don't know if we've ever mentioned it on the show, but you can sign up at prime.reboundcast.com <laughs> and you get all kinds of privileges, bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, and the ability to submit questions that we answer right here on the show. Mahir asks, can Lex point out on this doll where the Wemo dimmer hurt him? <laughs> So the Wemo dimmer is my Mac mini. Uh, listeners want an analogy, but, um, I did post quite angrily this morning. I'm trying to find my exact wording. My Wemo dimmer and I are mortal enemies and I wish pain and suffering upon its descendants. So 
I, as I've talked about with you, like they changed how the Wemo authentication works. Oh, yeah, I had to yeah, yeah. remove, unscrew shit. I, I did it all, set it all up again. And they both now work via the app. And only one of them will work via my Echo. <laughs> and if I tell the Echo, hey, turn on the TV room, it's like that one's not responding. Check to see if it's connected to the internet. So I've tried renaming it and having it discover devices. And it's like, oh, I discovered a new device. And then I say, okay, turn on that new device. And it's like, uh, it's not connected to the internet. <laughs> and How do you know I about it then? Back. I changed his name back and I referred to it by the new name because basically I, I was getting so annoyed and my kids were annoyed or enjoying my annoyance because I eventually named it like the shit room. <laughs> like just turn on the lights in the shit room. And I said, turn on the lights in the shit room. It's like, I can't find the TV room. And I'm like, I didn't even say the TV room. I said the shit room. So like it knows that the device is all one thing. And I don't, what I don't want to do is remove it completely from Wemo and add it again. I don't want to reset it because I'm worried that it'll never work again and I'll have to unscrew eight screws all over again. And I'm so mad about it. And it, I added it to home kit just fine. I can tell Siri to turn the lights on and off, but my Echo won't fucking do it. And I hate it. And I just want to kill everybody who's ever worked at Wemo. Not literally. Don't sue me. Really glad I didn't buy one of those. <laughs> I will say two things about that really quick. One, I uh, the one thing I think I ended up buying from Prime Day, Prime Day, Day. were a pair. There was a discount on a pair of the uh, uh, Lutron Casada switches, which are essentially competitors with the Wemo dimmer. Uh, and so I did buy a couple of those to eventually put in the house, which is like the last thing that gets done. So like months from now, um, but uh, an update, I don't remember if this came up last week or not, since we were talking about lots of other stuff. I did get so, so pissed off at the Eufy cameras that I removed them, packaged them back up and sent them back to Amazon. <laughs> mm. uh, so I did order some replacements from Logitech, hoping that at least, you know, Logitech is a brand that I am comfortable with and I have, you know, some regard for like how good their support is. Yuffie's support was, God, it was just getting to be a pain. Like I could email them, but I was like, I know you're going to make me walk through all doing all this stupid shit and it doesn't work. It's just very broken. So I got tired of it. And after spending a long time trying to fix it and trying to reset stuff and trying to repair stuff and it just wasn't happening, I said, fuck it. And I threw them all back in the box and sent it back and Amazon gave me my money back. Uh, So you know what? That's fine. I made it within the window. I was going to be way more pissed off if I missed that by like a couple days or something. Uh, But we'll see how uh, how the next ones go. And then, of course, this is the potentially ironic a uh, weird story that comes past this. The other day, when my wife and I were leaving the new house, uh, I was I went to like lock the door, and so our front door has both a deadbolt lock and a lock on the handle, you know, on the knob. Lock at this guy. What? What did he say? <laughs> he laughed lock so much I couldn't guy. understand the joke. I don't either. Just lock at this guy. That's all. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. That was That's what it. I waited for. Was, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was worth it. We can just cut this part. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is, I noticed when I'm putting the key in the lock in the doorknob, it was like, wow, this is really like if it's for some reason this is much harder to get the key in than it was before. And then we both looked at it. And we're like, man, it's all scratched up. It almost looks like. Somebody tried to pick the fucking lock on the door. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I just removed the security cameras like two days ago. <laughs> I was oh so God. angry. I have no idea. Maybe we scuffed it up. Maybe something else happened. But like, it was weirdly, it was way more. It was more, my dad. Yeah. It was your dad was bringing in my house <laughs> to leave cash there. It's some sort of reverse crime ploy. I don't know what's happening. 
my annoyance with Amazon Prime Day recently has been this. One of the things I ordered, which I talked about last week on this very show, was a new garage door opener thing. And <laughs> Not a new garage door. That, that would be weird. That's what they're called, yeah. Right. Garage, new then garage they, door opener thing. Well, because it's confusing when you say opener because you could be meaning like the button or the remote, but I mean like the actual motor thing that yeah. you connect and yeah. So then Amazon said that it was both going to be delivered <laughs> and uh, that it had been canceled due to delivery issues and other trouble and they would refund me. And eventually I, I contact Amazon via chat and I'm like, I don't want it to be canceled. I just want it. I just, I just want it. And they're like... Uh, we still think it's going to arrive. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you see that here when I log in, it says this item has been canceled. Like it's undeliverable. And they're like, yeah, well, that's not what we see here. And then today I got a refund for it and I still don't have the fucking garage door open. And all I want is the opener. And so then I wrote to them like, hey, you canceled this. I don't know why. Uh, and they're like, well, it could have been that we couldn't deliver to that address. And I'm like, look at how many things I order every month from Amazon. <laughs> and you tell me if you can't deliver to this goddamn address. Because and then I'm like, brand new. On Prime Day, it was two hundred dollars, and now it's two hundred thirty dollars. I don't want to pay because like you just ordered again. <laughs> I'm like, well, I want it for two hundred dollars. Yeah, They're like, no. Right. So now I'll just have a broken garage door forever because I'm never buying it. Because it's That's one of those moments yeah. when you have to be a true petty American consumer, and I'm there, and I'm so mad about it, and yeah. I'm just, I just can't even. I'm so mad. So there is something wrong with our garage, and we don't know what. But we have had people out to fix the garage door opener four times, I would say, and one time to replace the whole thing. And it's it, it'll work for like two months and then it doesn't work anymore. And so we just we finally gave up. We finally gave up. And we just open it manually. <laughs> I have never had a garage door opener in my entire life. Like we the garage we had when I was growing up was just a manual garage door. My father was never going to put they uh, if you know my dad, uh, like John's oh, dad, yeah. who is a, a uh, guy who robs people <laughs> or alternatively leaves money in their houses. He's just a guy who's like never he's like any a, anything excess technology is. Nope, that's not happening. Why? It's perfectly yeah. fine. You just open the garage door. We've been doing it for 40 years. <laughs> A black and white television set yeah. is fine. Basically, yes. I have to right. drag him kicking and screaming anytime I want to like, Dad, I need to update your phone. Why? What's wrong with the phone? <laughs> you, you, well, he never uses it. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm actually thinking, yeah. actually, I'm thinking about, um, depending, I will be interested, John, to hear about your um, your response to the, the iPhone mini, because that is something I'm definitely thinking about upgrading uh, my mom's phone this year, because she has an original SE that's still going. And I'm like, that thing is probably not yeah. going to last that much longer. And no. she did not uh, want mine, something that mine large. Mine felt, you know, quite a bit on its last legs. And certainly after I installed iOS 14 on it, it you know, it seemed even clunkier. But um, but yeah, the battery was the real problem. And I had had the battery replaced. And it was yeah, just I not lasting throughout we, the whole day. Yeah, my the, the battery in my dad's, uh, I think he has a 6 or a 6S. But the, the, the battery in that one is is definitely dying. And I told him the other day, like... <laughs> You can take it to the store and leave it there, and they'll replace the battery for you. I don't know if they'll do it while you wait these days or or what, but like we can do that for thirty bucks, or I can, you know, we can get you a new phone. He's like, yeah, thirty bucks, that's fine. You know, like, okay, fine. Yeah. But my my mom, right. I think, just really doesn't want anything bigger than the SE, and I'm like, well, the twelve is probably as small as it's gonna get. And it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's not, not that <laughs> they're not releasing a smaller yeah, one than the twelve. That's for sure. And it's not that much bigger, honestly. Like seeing some of the lineups. It's you know it's larger, but it's it's since it's smaller even the than S, the, the, the you mean the mini than the SE yeah you know, the, the original SE right yeah. exactly so the right. SE two you know is actually surprisingly bigger than the mini so I think well maybe that's the sweet spot yeah right but I will wait no, for your the, assessment that's, that's what I would yeah 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. Go ahead and get it. And only your assessment, John. <laughs> I don't want to read the reviews right. from people on the internet or see YouTube yeah. videos. I want to know what John Moltz thinks. I am sometimes <laughs> on the internet, Dan. I just want you to know that. Eh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> less and less so. It's not like I see you writing for institutions like Macworld or other stuff. I mean, you got to squint. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, that's true. Vision's going. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. We're we doing our picks. Do we do our picks? Is it picks time? Oh, I, I have a pick. Pi- I did. One of my picks was the was the um, was that case, but that Lex isn't going to get it anyway, so it doesn't matter. I've got a pick. <laughs> I've actually got a pick. Is my our picks on the main show or the bonus show this week? This is I have a bad pick for our for our oh. listeners, which is which is one that we already mentioned on this on this show because Dan enjoyed this game was the Return of the Obra Dinn, mm. which is was on sale. Yep, but is no longer on sale. <laughs> yep, that's a bad pick. <laughs> Yeah, well, it went on sale like Thursday of last week or something, and then it went off sale like Sunday. So, I mean, the window was too short for this poor podcast. But you should still get it, even at full price. But it's price. a good game. I've been playing playing it, um, you know, on and off since I got it. I like it. It's it is difficult, but it it is a difficult game that feels like it's got just the right amount of challenge, like puzzle challenge for me. Like, yeah. it's, it's harder than you know if you put it up against something like The Room, which I think is kind of a similar ish type game in terms of puzzle solving the room is i would say much easier than the return of the Oberdin. um and the Oberdin okay. is it's pleasantly difficult i really i enjoyed that it made me think hard about puzzles but that i could eventually solve everything without having to look anything up and that i feel like that's yeah. a good place to be yeah well we'll see if i get there i may ask you what that's what fine the are. i'm here <laughs> uh i gotta pick <laughs> A game that I've been playing, um, which is, I think, having a moment, uh, but I play it with some of my wife's friends. It's called Among Us. Um, <laughs> the most popular game in the universe? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I already, did, I already did this pick. Did you? Yeah, I All did right. this a few weeks ago. Um, but go ahead. Say, do it again. Yeah, I, I finally got to play it. I, 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 can't, I can't handle it. It doesn't work for me. Like it, it's, it, it, well, so here's the really? thing. It's a part of a genre of game that some people just really don't like. So I've played other games like this, like um, Resistance, which is a card game, um, or uh, if you've ever played Secret Hitler, uh, yeah. which is a, yeah. a similar sort of game where it's like um, the Concealed Allegiances style game, where it's like you don't know who's mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. your team and who's not on your team. Um, and so there are people who are actively Jackbox playing against has a you. game like this in Party Pack Six called Push the Button. Yeah, which, so, which, which felt similar. But I think my issue with this game is the maps. I think I'm just not good at map games because uh, of my dumb map brain. That's oh, okay. it is definitely tricky to remember where things are. It took me many many games before I had any idea. And there is a map in the game, but trying to navigate that yeah. while you're doing things is very. Difficult. I am bad yeah. at being the the saboteur. I've gotten better at it. I I had one game where I definitely managed to kill like two people, but definitely the second time around, like immediately people were like it's Dan. We saw him murder a guy. And yeah. I was like, oh well. <laughs> That's... <laughs> My kids love that game. And I, yeah, and I, yeah, it's fun playing with people who don't listen to you too when you say, like, I literally saw that person yes. well, <laughs> standing I, I, over the body and, and they're like, eh, laughing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think this is a game that's really only fun to play. For me, these types of games are only fun to play with people I know like fairly well. Yes. Like, I do, yeah, I know I people play, play these online, play online with strangers, strangers and I'm like, that sounds like hell to me. Uh, yeah. I never want to do that. And you have to have four people. Yes, you do need four people, but there's a bunch of configurable stuff. And I actually figured out today, I spent some time, not sure if when and if this will happen, but I spent some some time trying to figure out how I could stream it, which I now have uh, a setup to do. So that may be a fun thing uh, that gets done at some point. 
you know, my oldest just turned 14 and she had uh, some, some girls over outside in the backyard. It was way too cold to do, but that's how we do it here in 2020. And uh, they, they had Googled and played a real world version of Among Us and it was quite sweet. They used playing cards to figure out who was going to be, you know, the whatever you call them, imposters, evil person. And they had hid objects. They had one of Anya's sisters or Anya's only sister hide objects around <laughs> the yard that they had to find <laughs> while you could kill somebody with a secret signal and then they had to just be dead. I don't know, but yeah, people do love this game. It is not for my brain, but people do love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a pick. I have a pick, Dan. Do it. Pick it. The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Uh, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, okay. Not the historical trial of the Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. It was really, it was better than I expected it to be. Sasha Baron Cohen is incredible in it. And then there's an actor whose last name I never know how to pronounce. Let me get it in front of me. But it's, I, I didn't really know the story of the trial of the Chicago 7 all that well. And then post-watching the movie, did a bunch of research. It's obviously not perfectly historically accurate, but it was it was good enough for me. Uh, but really well told. And then I guess it's Frank Langella. Oh, Frank Langella. Uh, who, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's been in everything, right? He's I, a prolific and, uh, statesman actor. I have never hated him more in such a good way. Like he, he plays a role where you have to hate him. And I just, I hated him so much. I was like, I think I want to punch Frank Langell in the face. Like I just, I'm not even the, the character. I just, it's him. Um, but it's, it's really good. I recommend it. If you like Sorkin stuff, if you don't like Sorkin stuff, boy, will you hate it? Cause it's so Sorkin. But I really, really did like it. We did watch the West Wing special, uh, the, over the oh, weekend. I do pick that too. Yeah. yeah. Which I loved. And I, again, like Lex, I'm a, I, I enjoy Aaron Sorkin, you know, putting aside, he is definitely a person who deals in his own little uh, idiosyncrasies and ticks and foibles. He has definitely got some challenges in his writing, but there are certain things that he is very good at. <laughs> and, you know, writing sort of like the heart tugging speeches in shows, uh, he's good at that. He's very good at that. He, you know, I've, I've liked to some degree or other almost everything that I have seen of his, uh, even the stuff that is kind of trashy. <laughs> even the stuff that people hate, like the newsroom. I like that. Oh, too. yeah. I, I like the newsroom, too. And I know people hate it. And I get it. I understand And I why. like Studio 60. Come at me, Sorkin haters. I'm fine with it all. A lot of Studio it 60 is terrible, but it still has some entertaining moments. <laughs> Only the comedy in Studio 60 is terrible. But oh no, the, the, if, you, if you watch The West Wing, that reunion on HBO Max is quite delightful. It's great. It's really good. I think my favorite moment is, you know, they have the, the interludes and uh, Dulé Hill is talking to Sterling K. Brown, who plays the role of Leo in the special. And Dulé is like, all of us in the cast think you're, you know, you're really doing a, a perfectly adequate job. Yes. <laughs> I love that they have taken time to script digs at each other. In oh, those the, I mean, the entire interstitial with Lin-Manuel Miranda is actually pretty yes. funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just making fun of Hamilton the entire time. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, but yes, it was delightful. Highly recommended. Those are some picks. Those are some picks. Wait, what did Moltz pick? I forget what Moltz's pick was. Return of the Oberdin. Return of the Oberdin. Yeah, That's we right. just picked yeah. several things that we had picked before. We did. We did yeah. two repicks. We did two repicks, and then yeah. You guys heard of Among Us? It's pretty good. I <laughs> I will say I wrote a piece about this today. Is Dan okay? Uh, I wrote a piece about this. Okay, I've been robbed by your father. I wrote a piece about this today on Six Colors uh, that the Xbox app has now updated to allow for oh, remote yeah. play via like the Xbox that's in your house, so not the cloud service. I'm going to make a prediction. 
You, you've got a wired connection, Ethernet to that. This is the Xbox. thing that Lex does, where he reads G about the, he reads the article and he regurgitates it in a cute way that makes it sound like he's just <laughs> you know guessing these things off the top of the head. So your objection is that I've read your article, that I read every word you publish. That's the problem here. Your complaint is I no, read too much. No, that wasn't the problem. That's definitely not the <laughs> no, problem. It's the, it's the pretense that you didn't read it. Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> No, it works great, Lex. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything is perfect. You should oh, definitely go good. get this. <laughs> then why are we talking about it on that show? That's this show. This is not exactly what we talk about on this show. We only complain about shit on this. It's show. garbage. No, it's not garbage. It's somewhere in between. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was getting some uh, like people on on Twitter who were like suggesting things, including one somebody suggesting moving to like oh, a two point four gigahertz like <laughs> Wi Fi connection. I was like, I don't think that's a a. I don't think that solves my problem, and b. I think that is like, you know, if I have to switch my entire network to that, <laughs> I think that causes a whole bunch of new problems. So not doing that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens uh, with subsequent updates of the software and the console software. It might be something that's on a Microsoft Microsoft's end. But like it did, it did like wrap me back around to the issues I've been having with. I wish I wish I just had better control over my network, like even just the stuff on the LAN. Like I get so frustrated when it's like, your 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 local area network is not performing well and i'm like why it's all <laughs> under my control what is happening just tell me what's going wrong now dan you're an eero household do you use any of the eero advanced stuff on this front yeah i turned one of them off today thinking maybe that would help and it did not so i should turn it back on again since it didn't seem like it was doing anything bad um but yeah i it's really i wish they gave you a little bit more access to some of the advanced features and like manual features but i, I mean i understand that they're aiming for like kind of a specific uh, like very easy thing that most people don't have to think about but it would be nice for those of us who are comfortable doing more advanced features if there were more options there and really as i've said before i really just wish there was some better like network health troubleshooting you could tell me like oh everything on your LAN is slowing down because this device over here is acting right. poorly or is on the wrong network or is using the wrong interface. I don't know. But like, I, I would love stuff like that where it's like scan my network and tell me why even just my local area network, you know, which, which has a wired switch on it. That's a gigabit switch. And, you know, directly connected to the, the Eero that's directly connected to the modem. And it's like, where, where is this happening? Why is this happening? I would love to know that and fix it. <laughs> I say that all the time, just usually not about my Wi-Fi. Usually just about <laughs> Why life. is this happening is a very common question for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> How can I fix well, it? Well, it's 2020. Anyway, that's, I, I love the idea of this, and I can see the glimmers of like what this like would allow me to do, but it, right now it just feels very, uh, the, this game streaming stuff is like, it's just, it's kind of rough. Kind of rough. Well, it's 2020. <laughs> that's what this show is now, apparently. <laughs> Just just people complaining and then me saying, well, it's 2020. <laughs> Great. Great.